feminism. You just brought up the women's thing. Feminism has nothing to do with women being uh, free. It has to do with another agenda being pushed where they're emasculating the man yeah, and destroying exactly. the family. Because if you and look at- And they can do it because they control everything. That's what Elliot's saying. Oh, yeah. They control the media, they control the culture, exactly. education. And they can. Banking. There's no institution that isn't leftist lunatic controlled. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host, the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, thanks so much for joining the show. We've got an awesome one for you today. Casey Gates is not with us. Uh, his dog needs to go to the pound. So, Case, hope it's going well uh, with your dog. I was going to say your dog's name, but I don't know if you want your business out there like that. Guys, the show is brought to you by... Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack, make your immune system clean, resilient, resistant, not immunosuppressed by poor diet, lack of sleep, adverse reactions to vaccines, and on and on and on it goes. Z-Stack offers a range of supplements to support your immune system, whether you're a child or an adult. Uh, Dr. Z, while he was still with us, guys, he sourced the healthiest ingredients to bring you some of the best supplements available, essentials like zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, basically everything the Biden administration doesn't want you to have to be healthy, they've got it over at Z-Stack. The vitamins are kosher, they're GMP certified, and they're made right here in the USA, so they don't have any of that weird commie dust on it uh, that they've got floating around in China. Go to djomobilyshow.com slash Z-Stack. Use promo code MOBLY at checkout for the very best savings. Protect and promote your immune system's health. djomobilyshow.com slash Z-Stack. Promo code Mobley. Guys, today we have got a uh, fan favorite of the show, the one and only Miss Michelle Swinnick and all of her sass and all of her class. And if there are any other words that rhyme with that, we're not going to say them on this family-friendly show. We also have our guest who's a Jewish Trumpist blowing the whistle on the big lie that Jews are automatically liberal, which if you haven't heard one, that's racist and two, that's not true. Uh, we're going to be talking all things culture, uh, wrapping up the Trump raid and much, much more. I didn't even say his name. Why? Why is it down here? That's so. I I wrote this. This is why. This is why I don't write things. This is why I use the post-it note as my outline. Uh, that Jewish Trumpist is Elliot Resnick, guys. All that and more, and it all starts right now. All right, classy, sassy Michelle Swinnick and Mr. Elliot Resnick. How are you guys doing? Awesome today, Mobley. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. I'm doing well as well. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Awesome. It's my pleasure. So one, 
you guys actually showed up for the green room experience. So thank you. I don't know what it's like booking your guests, but I have so many people they come in at like like two minutes before we're live and they're like, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? What's up? Like, I didn't even know if you were going to be here. I'm ready to like ax you from the program. Anyway. So. Uncool. It's just uncool. It's you wanna, very uncool. Because yeah. it, it takes, because people that don't have a show or host a show think that you push a button and magically like everything happens. Like they have no idea yeah. what it takes for you to actually get to the point where this show is streaming live, especially on multiple platforms. So um, yeah, when they just show up, they they just don't understand. So yeah, it's you want to be early. You, you, you say all life. this very <laughs> gracefully. And I'll <laughs> I'll say what she's saying is a pain in the ass. And That's you horrible. are it's you horrible. are being one when you're that person that just and my the thing that makes me want to punch people the most is the no call no show person. I'm like, send me a text or a yeah, tweet give me or a passenger up. pigeon. Dude, I got COVID. I can't make it. Just say that. Just say that. I have to go get my non-vaccine bioweapon and I have my mask on so I can't come on your show. Just say that. That's all I, That's all you need to say. If you use that as an excuse, I will be making fun of you. Just, well, just know that. I, and I must admit, I have gotten like for my Tuesday meetings, I have, I sent that text and somebody will send me a text back. Hey, I can't make it. I have COVID. And I was like, and I, I got, uh, no, I got it. I got to stop you just this right watch here. It. I said, you don't have COVID. It's not a thing. You have a cold or the flu. COVID is not real. One of the symptoms of COVID is no symptoms at all. There's no COVID. No COVID. Political propaganda pandemic. And guess what? The guy showed up at the Zoom call. Because <laughs> I called him out. Because wow. he was like, oh, okay, okay, I guess it, there is no But COVID. you don't have to say anything. <laughs> like, I said, how do you feel? Oh, I have a little sniffle. You don't have COVID, You don't people. have to say anything. It's not a thing. Don't take a test. Hello? Yeah. I'll yes, be I, honest. Yeah, go ahead, Elliot. No, I was just going to say, I think I had it twice, but I don't know because I never bothered no, you testing. Did it. Yeah, because yeah, you didn't have it. You had a cold or the flu. There's no such thing as COVID. I'll be honest. When my friends tell me that they have COVID and it's very clear that they've taken, you know, their 20th or 30th test, I'm just like, what is... What is wrong with you? Like you're sick. What did you do three years ago, four years ago? You're 45 years old. What did you do for the other 43 years of your life when you were sick? You were like, oh man, I'm sick. Soup, rest, freaking <laughs> date their mom. NyQuil. Called their mom, said, hey mom, what do I do? If no. you were black, obviously just Robitussin. <laughs> that was it. Like just Robitussin <laughs> all over the body. The, you can't use the internet, right? <laughs> why you married your wife so she could show you how to use the internet yeah exactly uh so everyone knows michelle elliot tell us about yourself man before we get into uh this this will probably be the last time we're talking about the trump raid honestly guys because i mean if you haven't figured it out by now uh the marxists are here you know the wolves are at the gate whatever little saying you want to use um but before we get into that let's get into this elliot tell us about yourself my man well, I was uh, at the Jewish Press for 15 years. I was the uh, chief editor of the paper for the last three years that I was there. Um, I put out three books of, I hate tooting my own horn, but you asked me, so I guess I'll just say more or less what you want me to say. I put out three books. Here's of- the thing. Don't hate tooting your own horn. No one else is going to toot your horn for you. I'm literally a professional musician. My horn's right over there. I toot it as often as I can. <laughs> uh, it, it's not where 
yeah, no one's no one's gonna do it for you, man. So shameless self promotion. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah the yeah. show so is called going. my freaking name. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn. Yeah, uh, and you, you should. You can't too. get more self serving than the Joe Mobley show starring Thank Joe God. Mobley. He only did that so he could say his name twice. Ooh, I should put starring Joe Mobley. See, this yeah. is why I like you, Michelle. <laughs> New branding will be out next week. Yeah. The Joe Mobley Show starring Joe Mobley and Joe Mobley Jr. Yeah, what just make know? it up. Everything we are living through is made up anyway, so just go with it. That's gotcha. true. Words don't have meaning. All right, no, they Elliot, don't. you so have I, permission to toot your own horn. No, okay, so I put out three books of my interviews, actually. They're right behind me over there, Movers and Shakers, volume See, one. See, that's, that's like a weak horn toot. You're Jewish. You should be on like your 15th fart. book by now. Yeah, fart, fart. Ben Shapiro's got like 30 books. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just kidding, I know. I'm just kidding. But um, in any event, so um, there's 181 interviews in those books. Some Jewish, some not Jewish. Um, the Jewish press is the oldest and the largest independent Jewish weekly in the country. So that helped me score certain interviews that I otherwise probably would not have gotten. So I have Charles Krauthammer. I actually have Ben Shapiro in that book. I interviewed him in 2014, which was right before he became super famous. He was already famous, but not super famous at that point. Um, what else? I also put out two other books. Uh, I put out a, I'm actually putting out a book, which this might interest you. I haven't told really anybody about this except a very handful of people. I'm about to put out a book, a collection of quotes from Donald Trump, from his rallies and interviews, it's uh, 620 quotes on 330 different topics on war, marriage, plastic straws, and a whole bunch of other things. So that might interest you. And I just started a podcast three months ago called The Elliot Resnick Show. Yes, it's called After My Name. Mainly though, yes. because I decided what I wanted the show to be about. So I figured, well, if I have my name as, as a title, that includes everything that I do. So it would be accurate. But um, what I'm doing now basically is interviewing what I call fighters and firebrands in the political and cultural battlefield. So I recently interviewed Denise McAllister, Vince Ellison, um, Scotty Nell Hughes, and also some people who are fighters and firebrands in the Jewish fields. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, anything else you want to know, I'll be happy to try to answer. Awesome. So, and here's the thing. I'll toot his horn some more, especially since I, I hear that you are looking for work in, in the writing sphere. Uh, guys, Elliot can write. Like, this is a writing dude. He's got pages and pages of articles on Town Hall. And uh, Charlie Kirk, love him or hate him, but he says all the time he instantly hires someone if they can read and write because people can't do it. It blows my freaking mind, especially, and I, I can say it because I'm black, especially you freaking black people out there. Frederick Douglass comes off of the freaking plantation teaches himself how to read. Booker T. Washington, same deal. And these men teach themselves how to read, which is probably one of the most difficult things in the freaking world. And they go from plantation to the federal Congress. And you're, uh, I can't say that. I could say it, but I'm trying to keep it family friendly. But you are whining, we'll say whining, mm -hmm. about uh, knees on your neck and other bull crap. Uh, so anyway, uh, Elliot can write. Uh, you can read a bunch of his work at Town Hall. Um, and this one, I just, I want to get into this because I've I've spoken about the Trump raid a lot. Um, so I read the piece, uh, but we got you here and you, you say that there's something that we're missing. We're missing the point about the Trump raid. Uh, so I know uh, Michelle's got her thoughts um, about the two-tier justice system as well. Uh, so Elliot, tell us what we're missing, man. 
What I think we're missing is we're, as the pervert, you know, the famous cliche goes, you're losing the forest for the trees. So many people, many conservatives are saying, no, you know, those documents were not really classified and Trump had the right to keep them. They're arguing about all the details. These details don't matter. And I, I compare it to the show trials of the Soviet Union in the 1930s. Imagine, you know, us saying, you know, those people that Stalin put on trial, they weren't really followers of Trotsky. And here's, I'm going to prove to you that they weren't followers of Trotsky. Well, of course they weren't followers of Trotsky. It's even, and even if they even say were, it's irrelevant. It's not because Stalin cared if they followed Trotsky or if they were counter-revolutionaries. Stalin cared about one thing, one thing only. These people were his enemies, and therefore I need to crush them. Everything else was just a sham and a cover-up, a facade for, for what was really going on. The same thing here. They hate Trump with a passion. They hate all true conservatives with a passion. They're trying to crush Trump. Everything else is just a pretext. The documents are a pretext. It's irrelevant, and we shouldn't spend any time. They're, they're not trying to trust to crush Trump. They're trying to crush us. If you're listening to this show, they are trying to crush you. Yeah. Except for Media Matters. I don't know why you guys listen to my show. You've got your billions <laughs> of dollars. It's awesome. And a freaking podcaster. I've been smeared by them twice. Congratulations. Isn't that nice. freaking crazy? Good job. I wish they smear me. I'll take that. Maybe they'll listen into my show tomorrow. What show is that? My show, Media Everything Matters. Home, tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless <laughs> self-promotion. Go ahead. So, no, so anyway, so I, I don't understand why we're, we're reacting to all these details. I think we, at this point, we have to, I, honestly, I, I think that if there is any rumors that they're going to arrest Trump, I think Trump should put out a statement asking for 50,000 of his followers to surround his house with guns. And, and they will come. If he puts out that statement, they will come. He has enough fans like that. And they should say, we're surrounding his house. You will come to arrest him over our dead bodies. You want to arrest him? By all means, try it. You're going to you're gonna be starting a civil war. It's kind of like Shay's Rebellion style with the farmers. Uh, again, for you people who read, there was this thing called Shay's Rebellion. And the, the producers, the people who make all the food that's in your freezer and your refrigerator uh, and, and the, the stuff in your pantry... They rebelled. They said, no, we're not doing it like that. And they took their, they not tractors. They didn't have tractors. What will they have? I don't know. Horse and plow. Horse and buggy. Like an elk or a, like, a, what an ox, an ox and a plow. Yeah, yeah not a farmer. Uh, and I don't play one on TV either. Um, hey, you're absolutely right. A lot of people would be down for that. Uh, and they took to the streets anyway. Um, not in a Maxine Waters type way or uh, uh, cackling Kamala Harris type way, but peacefully like we always do. And, you know, I, we did talk about it in Green Room, but one, you guys know it's no secret that I think that the American man is by and large a wussy right now. Mm -hmm. um, and that I also don't believe that violence is off the table. That Saying violence is off the table is, is, is an AOC unicorn fantasy type land because violence has been on the table since the very beginning. The first murder, brother killed his own brother out of, out of jealousy. We've had wars because a guy was trying to sleep with another guy's wife and everything in between. So if you think that violence is off the table, I would like to sell you a bridge in Arizona. And no one really uh, believes it anyways. The fact is almost every single person, you know, if your wife was being attacked by somebody who invaded your home, you would attack that invader. Doesn't matter if you're a, conserv uh, a conservative or a liberal, you will attack the invader. So this, you know, violence is not the answer. It's a nice slogan. It's actually not true, practically speaking. Anything anybody yeah. really cares about, someone was about to snatch your baby from, from your hands, you would be violent to save your baby. So all it means is, yep. you know, self-defense. Self-defense yeah. and strategic, right? right. You, you, no one's going to stick up for you. The cavalry's not coming. There, there's no one going to protect you but yourself. 
Right. So I'm a moderate. I'm not saying we should start the civil war. I'm just saying we should surround this house with guns. And if they want to, to trespass our, you know, picket line, our line of guns, that would be a problem. So I'm not going to start it, but, they, you know, but make it very clear to them. This is a red line. You're arresting him over our dead body. Now the ball's in your court. You do what you want. It's interesting. It's a very unpopular opinion, and that's because the popular opinion is cowardice. Um, but we can't, obviously, with current events, we 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 have to talk about this because the side that's violent is almost always the left. I mean, even on Insurrection Day, all of the stuff that they said about the deaths were a lie. The the only real casualty was actually Babbitt, who was murdered by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Everyone else died of natural causes. COVID probably, you know, the sniffles probably killed more people <laughs> at January 6th than then riots, uh, uh, bludgeoning, what, stampede-type injuries, none of that stuff. It's all freaking bullcrap. But speaking of bullcrap, Michelle, I want to hear your thoughts about this piece of trash, who, by the way, is out sleeping in his bed and at home free after he murdered an 18-year-old kid. And now everyone's like, oh, he was an adult. He was literally a teenager. 18. Teen, like, Literally a teenager, a 19-year-old is a teenager too. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh, but this piece of human trash, uh, because he's a liberal, he's just missing the blue hair because he's a radical liberal. There are there's bare, there's virtually no such thing as a radical conservative. There just really isn't. Like I'm starting to be like that, that's fake news, guys, because the politicians losing races and going and murdering journalists, liberal, the people going and shooting up congressional uh baseball games, Bernie Sanders, liberal freaking crazies. And then there's this douche whose name is Shannon. I, I feel like he's gonna do really well in prison. <laughs> right. With the name well, like that's Shannon. if he gets there. If that's if he gets there. So you see, the thing is it it you were mentioning that you know they're coming after Trump. They're they're coming after, and you said they're coming after us. They are already coming after us. You have all the people. J six, I think, is nine hundred people already, right? So this guy gets off scot free. He literally ran somebody over, but they can go on ahead purpose. and arrest. Yeah, on purpose. With you know, this was this was like uh, premeditated, right? He knew what he was doing. But you've got Tina Peters who has actually committed no crimes, got arrested two or three times, is a political prisoner not allowed to leave her state. She has to ask permission from the district attorney, and he keeps saying no to her because he hates her so much and they have such an agenda to take her down because she has all the information to expose all of the election fraud, meaning that the entire election system is fundamentally designed in order to control the outcomes because there's two sets of books in the machine. She has a copy of it because... When they came to wipe down the information in Mesa County, Colorado, and when they did the upgrades, which was actually removing all the information, they told her to back it up. That's her job description her and her responsibility. She did. And when they analyzed it, they're like, wow, these are two sets of books, one with what they voted for and one with what that was reported. So they, they need to keep her away. Look at Dr. Simone Gold. Dr. Simone Gold got pushed basically into the Capitol January 6th. She had I was just going to bring her up. And this she, this is what she did on January 6th. She read the speech that she was scheduled to read in the freaking Capitol. Well, she was scheduled at an event just outside. Then they had a permit. And then mysteriously, that event got canceled, right? So she was outside the Capitol. And because there was a crowd, she kind of got pushed in. She asked 
the security guard while she was standing there, hey, can I just give my speech here, which is about medical freedom, had nothing to do with the election because all she does is talk about medical freedom. She's a doctor. She's the founder of America's Frontline Doctors and now Gold Care. So the guy said to her, go ahead, do it right here. So she gives the medical speech. She went to prison, a federal prison. She was scheduled for 60 days, non-minimum security out of Miami, which was a not good prison, not like any of them are good, but some obviously are more white collar-ish. This was not one of those. So she was down there scheduled for 60 days in prison, literally did nothing wrong. And a doctor and an attorney never had a crime against her. She was charged with a misdemeanor for trespassing and they sent her for 60 days. She got out in 45, but she was still in a minimum, non-minimum securities, like the next level up. And then you've got Mike Lindell. So Mike Lindell, they go ahead and ambush the guy when he's getting a burger after going uh, duck hunting or whatever hunting he was. And then they take his phone. So the thing is, is it, they're coming after all of your rights that you thought you had, but you technically... You gave them up when the COVID, the political propaganda pandemic started, right? Because you, we laid down like a bunch of biatches and said, hey, close the schools, close the, close the churches, close, close down. Close the everything. Yeah, sure. That's Don't awesome. close the strip clubs and the bars, though. No, no, no. You got to keep those open. Those you got to keep, keep, keep open the big box, but small business. No, 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 no. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. So, you know, we we basically set the stage for him. We said, yeah, that's awesome. Where wh- What were we thinking? What were we thinking, right? So now they just keep, they're pushing and pushing, right? But it, the point is, it's we, we always say it's the left. It's the left. No, 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 no. There is no left. There is no right. It is a uniparty. It is the government. It is the entities all against we, the people. The uniparty is just the tip of the iceberg. You've got the media. I call them the 13 bigs. You've got the media. You've got big business. You've got big banks. You've got big institutions. You've got big nonprofits. Everybody's talking about those money laundering operations all of a sudden. Oh, we've been talking about NGOs for years, Catholic charities. How do you think all these illegal aliens are getting across the border? Your tax dollars are being funneled through all these nonprofits, these NGOs, and then the money goes to, to ship millions of illegal aliens into your country to destroy it, okay? So th- they're coming for you. And, and then the FBI, what are they to keep declaring? We're insurrectionists. We are uh, white supremacists. We are domestic terrorists because parents go to a school board meeting and say, I don't want my kids learning about BJs and anal intercourse and a that, bunch of that other stuff. That doesn't matter. It, it's, we're white supremacists. It's it's a, a white girl, a Jew, and a black guy walking to a bar and, and we're... The white supremacists, uh, but they like, know. Yeah. They know how we so they, all... They don't like this. They don't like this. They don't like any of that. That's the problem. You and the freaking t-shirts. No. Yeah. Duffflagshirt.com. No. Duffflagshirt, Tom. You make, <laughs> make sure you use promo code HOME10 for 10% off. You got to get your gear because what it does is it triggers people, right? So it identifies your friends oh, and yeah. foes. That's it starts a conversation. It starts you a conversation. You, the you get it. You want to see huh? the hat that I wore on the subway during COVID? Yeah. Very good. So while you're getting that, wow. <laughs> COVID-19 has 99.7% survival rate, which is a fact, an inconvenient fact of history. If you want to do a pandemic, you got to do better, St. Fauci. Um, so, you know... Because I wasn't uh, wearing the mask, by the way. Sorry. So- yeah, one of the things that uh, Michelle said was making me think of the monolith. And, you know... Uh, 
I married a white woman so she could use the internet for me and so I could have access to her lawyer and, and accountant and whatnot for taxes and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Elliot, you ring some of the same bell because you're obviously, uh, for people who have not been paying attention, uh, he's a Jew. Jew's not a bad word. It's okay. Um, but a conservative Jew. And most, and it's funny, you you wrote this, so I'll say it too. But like most Jews that take their... Uh, faith seriously are conservative, not these, you know, Looney Tunes bins. Even when I was growing up in Long Island, I really grew up in Virginia, but back when we were on Long Island, the Jews that I knew there were conservative. And this is like tri-state area Jews. Um, so talk talk about that. Talk about this groupthink nonsense that we get from the left. Yes, I think most Jews are probably liberal because they've abandoned their Judaism. So they've abandoned their religion which creates and leaves a vacuum in their hearts and in their souls, and they need to fill it with something. Um, I think Jews, maybe I'm wrong, but I think Jews have uh, sort of a, more of a yearning for idealism maybe than other people. They want to live for some sort of idea. So if it's not going to be the idea of God and truth, as God decided it, so they'll go for something else. That's why there were many Jews who drifted towards the Communist Party in, in Russia. That's why there were many Jews in the Communist Party here in America. Now, you know, People always say, and it's of course true, most Jews are not communists, but it, but many communists, or even sometimes even most communists, were Jews. So Jews do tend to drift to these far-left radical causes because of the vacuum left in their soul. But those people who do not abandon the religion, the ones who stay true to the Bible and Jewish tradition, they're not looking for anything. They already have Judaism. They have the Bible, and they're very comfortable with that. And biblical values, of course, are what this country was founded on. So they very much, um, those values resonate with them. They love the conservative uh, movement. They love tradition. They love morality. They can't stand all the liberal immorality that goes on. And they even like, you know. What I can't stand is how do people not understand that this is racist? To look at me, to look at you, and say... I know everything about what you should think, believe, do, and say. How do they not understand that that is flagrant in-your-face racism? I don't know if they really care about racism. I really don't think they care. I think they use it as a cudgel to knock us over the over the heads with. I don't think they seriously care about it one way or the other. I mean, for instance, there's tons of racism against Asians in all the Ivy Leagues. If they just let in students based on their test scores... Uh, Asians would be one-third of the student body in almost every single Ivy League college. And they don't want it to be one-third Asian because they, don't, they, they want to be WASPy in certain, in certain ways. So therefore, they say, well, we take a holistic approach to letting students into the college. And therefore, you, you Asians don't fit our holistic um, you know, measure metrics. And therefore, we'll only let in 10%. I mean, essentially, the, the Asians have today what the Jews had 100, 100 years ago, which is basically like, sort of like a 10% quota in the Ivy Leagues. So they don't really care about racism at all. No, they do care. They are racist. Okay, so that's because they, they, they are. They so that they use the racist label is like like a front cover so they can get their agenda done. It's just like LGBTQ plus or whatever it's called now it has nothing to do with gays and lesbians. It's about passing an agenda uh, about destroying the fam- the family unit and demasculating men. Right, and then and, and creating all of this uh, distraction 
at a fad uh, also, where they can actually are destroying children and mutilating to have sex them. with children. That, that's the big well, it's one. It's all about MAP, right? Because that's yeah, what the it's plus all about was. weird butt stuff and having sex with kids. Like it's sorry, minor, LGBTQ. Minor LMNOP. attracted person. Because that's what the plus originally was for. Minor attracted person. So now it sets the stage because they're like, oh, it's just a minor attracted person. So what? The guy's 35 and he likes a 10-year-old. So they're making that seem like it's okay. And they're also teaching it in the schools. Like part of all this CRT, which is actually, uh, it, it's a that's only like one subject, right? It's a much bigger picture than that. So what they're trying, what they're doing with all of this push of this, these books and and this conversation and these this sex, um, it's not even sex education, it's, it's pushing all this narrative on the students, is so that the kids will then, they could use it as an excuse that the kids had consent, right? That's what it's all about. So now that when it gets to the next phase, when they're all of a sudden the, 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 20, or the 35-year-old is raping the 10-year-old, right? And they could say, well, they learned in school that uh, this, is, this makes them feel good, so they 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 know they know what it means. So they've given consent. So it's totally acceptable for the 35-year-old to go ahead and rape the 10-year-old because the child learned about it in school. So they gave consent when they actually went and did the action. That's what it's all about. That's what all of this is, just like the racism thing. It has nothing to do with racism. It's about getting their agendas passed and and, and filling the whole narrative. Because you got to keep in mind the whole picture, right? Our whole society, our whole society, our culture, everything is literally based on a satanic and demonic foundation. And it's run by those people. And now that they feel so emboldened at this point in the game, but they've taken off literally their masks. They've taken off, they've taken the gloves off and they're coming at you and they don't care. They don't care because you cannot be, tell me this, you cannot be that teacher up in Canada, okay? That teacher up in Canada with those false boobs on, right? That's a shop teacher up there. False. And whatever they're going for. I don't know. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, and of course, like who, who wants boobs that big, right? No, these things are a pain in the ass. Like, especially when they get past a certain size, right? So you don't let down to your waist. So you can't tell me that that person is playing with a full deck of cards, right? Ah, thank you very much. So, and then that person's teaching these, a school. These are technically classified as bazumbas. Uh, yeah, I don't. When, I didn't when, even know what that is. I couldn't figure it out at first. I thought it was a Halloween skit or something like. So when when real life is actually crazier than a really good skit on Saturday Night Live, you know we've gone past the point of no return. So that person right there, that person is demonic. Okay, they have a, they have a demonic string going through their their veins. You can't tell me that there's any of these teachers that are actually that are teaching this crap to these kids in school. I mean, really the extreme stuff, and they think it's okay. That that that's that's it's at a higher level than anything that you can get from an indoctrination. Uh, even like Nancy Pelosi, these people that pass these bills, these people that have such an agenda against our country. Where does that come from? That just doesn't come because oh, because all of a sudden I'm going to have power. No, you literally have some sort of a demonic essence, gene, demonic blood running through your system because it stands for everything that is humanly against everything on the planet when it comes to doing what's right or what's wrong, whether it doesn't necessarily matter even in what the religion is that you follow. It's against everything. It's against common sense. It's demonic. Yeah, it's demonic. literally demonic. The whole thing is demonic. That's what we talk about on our show, Jesus Rocks Live, every Wednesday. If you watch that, we've gone through, we just did our 11th episode, and it is amazing because Lucy DeGrazio, who is the host, she connects current events 
with the truth of God and it goes through scripture and history. And when you start listening to the show and it's all facts, it's all facts. And you start listening to it, you get repositioned. You're like, oh my God, everything's a lie. Even the history is a lie. And the agendas are so obvious at this point. That's why I'm so adamant about it. Because once you see that, when the light bulb went on for me, like goat, I'll give you an example. Goat, you know, the goat that people, oh, first of all, say goat, greatest of all time. That's not what it means. Greatest of all time. It's not, that's not what a goat is. Goat is that crazy, crazy looking goat guy that has his legs crossed with the hoofs, with the horns, with the big boobs. And he's got the serpent with the, with the scepter in it, which is the symbol for the medical industry, right? Pharmacia sitting on his belly. And that is one of the symbols for Satanism. And if you look, the new Nike sneakers just came out. They actually have sneakers with the little hoof thing come, cut out of the sneakers and all the ads which is the both of the both of fat or I think that's his name both of fat I keep saying both of Matt like the guy from Star Wars and, and the return of the Jedi but it's both of fat that's the, one of the satanic symbols and worshiping uh, that that's what this is all about you guys so when so we've been they, they've been indoctrinating and slipping this in it's just kind of like you know just the tip they just move it in a little bit and then they cross the line they let it sit then they move it a little bit then they move it a little bit so then all of a sudden now it's gotten to the point where it is so insane and, and chaos. But, and a lot of it's we've accepted, like I said, goat, greatest of all times. It's not what it means. Getting you positioned so that you can accept, like say goat. So it's goat. It's like an invocation, right? Like when you, it's like the devil. They say the devil can't come into your home unless you invite it. It's like when you say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You say it three times, then then all of a sudden, my Michael Keaton shows up in a crazy costume. So you have to invite that in. So when you invoke this, right? So like when we had our LD3 meeting last two weeks ago, which literally they said, let's do the invocation. I'm like, why aren't you calling it an opening prayer? Makes sense because they don't want to do the prayer. They want to invoke. So what did she, they did during the, the, the invocation, the way that the lady said it, I was like, mm, didn't mention Jesus Christ, didn't mention some other stuff, talked about the queen who is a uh, demonic, money laundering, tyrannical, child pedophile, child trafficking uh, pedophilia person. So why is she mentioned in our opening or our invocation? And then the whole meaning went like literally insane because you invent, you invited bad spirits, demons into the meeting rather than doing an opening prayer. So because they've conditioned us to invi invite all of this bad um, and, and, and demons and satanic essence, which is everywhere, then that's why it's now, now they're like, woohoo, it's, it's literally their Super Bowl. And I use that at, for a reason. Yeah. So yeah. Now the, now the floor is yours, Mobley. I'll let you take the show back. But oh, I want I people to realize Elliot. that's what this is all about. Yeah. Elliot, what were you going to say? And then I, uh, what, since, uh, since you brought up inconvenient facts of history, we'll jump to that after Elliot. I just want to say quickly what drives me nuts is how we are on the right. I'm sorry. I know you don't like the term right. We are the conservative side. Don't react I do. Properly. Michelle doesn't. Michelle doesn't. Don't react properly to any of these things. So I'll give you two examples very quickly. COVID. There were so many nurses and doctors who were fired. There wasn't a, how come there wasn't a single conservative millionaire in the country who said, you know what? I'm going to start a hospital tomorrow. Every single doctor and nurse who was fired, come to my hospital. It would have been an amazing hospital. You would have had probably some of the best doctors and nurses in the country in that hospital. Where was the conservatives? Nowhere to be found. Universities. How many conservative universities do we have in this country? One, two. It's absolutely pathetic. We have like Hillsdale. We have like Liberty College. That's basically it. We still have roughly half the country on our side. How come? And 
We don't spend any money trying to invest in these longer-term solutions. I mean, I honestly think it's still a miracle that we still have half the country that votes Republican because with the left controlling the culture for the last 50 years, honestly, it's a miracle because they should have had three quarters of the culture by now, of the vote by now. But somehow they don't. That's not going to last forever. If they continue controlling all of academia, all of the they, media, all no, of the they will media. always Michelle's, control it. Michelle's right about it. this. If you look at the it, it's electronic voting, the the reason that it appear, I think it probably is close to a good split, but it's always 51, 49, 50, mm-hmm. 50, and all this bullcrap. It's statistically impossible, not improbable, impossible. Uh, and it only happened since the institution of electronic voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll never have a landslide victory. You'll never have another uh, Reagan-type election. Because well, we actually they, did. They Trump Reagan. had it in 2020. It just, we didn't see the real results. Oh, I think he had it in 2016, too, and they yeah. they, they closed well, More it. so in 2020. 2020, I think, was, well, not I think, what but we've been I, told is overwhelming. But, but I get what you're saying, Elliot, and I say this all the time, like, Stop buying these lies. Oh, patriarchy. America's more of a matriarchy. There, we spend billions, if not trillions, in, in in women's things, and they could give two craps about those same issues for guys like mental health or uh, reproductive health or any of this other stuff. Uh, and the same thing with uh, the same thing with. Well, add feminism to what I said. Yeah, feminism. You just brought up the women's thing. Feminism has nothing to do with women being uh, free. It has to do with another agenda being pushed where they're emasculating the man yeah, and destroying exactly. the family. Because if you and look at- And they can do it because they control everything. That's what Elliot's saying. Oh, yeah. They control the media. They control the culture, exactly. education. And they've the had- Banking. There's no institution that isn't leftist lunatic controlled. And then the Republicans say, we need better messaging. No, no. It doesn't make a difference what your message is. If the Ooh. leftists control, are delivering the message, then you can say whatever you want. It matters not one 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 one, one wit. You have to control who delivers the message, not what your message is. So, I mean, we've done some good work. The message is cut taxes. That's all they say. That's 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 so pathetic. It's like the whole country's going down the drain. You're talking about taxes. Oh, we're going to cut taxes by another 12%. No, that's not going to save the country at this point. So I want to play this clip. uh, And I mean, it'll be pretty obvious why. Uh, I'm sure you guys saw this. This is Don Lemon getting owned the other day. Don And then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations oh, yeah, for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering why. Are- I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, people might not know what this is. Uh, th- this is supposedly a political elite. His name is Don Lemon. He's, he's a prominent gay reporter, uh, more famous for being gay than, and, than a journalist. And this, this is called CNN. I know you've never seen it before because it's trash TV, uh, but this is actually CNN, not CNN Plus, that, that whole, we don't want to talk about that. Um, but they used to do news. They they do news now, and you can see it on TV. Uh, like if you really look for it, um, because only you and twelve other people. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> this is this is CNN news. Are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa, and when across the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished uh, slavery? 
the first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Yeah, she the did a left great has job. been getting yeah. the cages thing wrong forever, okay? It wasn't, you know, there weren't these little uh, forest hat-wearing white people crawling around the jungles of Africa kidnapping black people. That's fake news. That never happened. Yeah. Your history is wrong. Your history is wrong of everyone slaves in America. They took, there were millions of slaves involved in the, the triangle slave trade. They had over a million slaves in freaking Brazil. Like, I'm just over it. Like, black people and history, like, just freaking learn it. Because everything that you know about slavery and how bad this and that and the other and how racist these guys were, it's just not true. Yeah. It's not true. Stop telling me about it. Like, stop commenting on my videos. You're an idiot. You just don't know what you're talking about. And there were plenty yeah. of white slaves way back when as well. I mean, when the ancient Jewish um, kingdom was destroyed by the Romans in the year 70, they were taken, the women and the kids were taken to be slaves in Rome. I mean, so everyone on earth has been enslaved. The period, the colonial slave nonsense was the smallest and least significant period of slavery in the history of the world. And frankly, I'm just so tired of hearing about it. The Egyptians were slaves. There were slaves all over Asia. There were slaves everywhere. There are more slaves now, right now. I was going to say, right exactly. Now, there's more slaves. There's more slaves in our country right now than ever before in the history of the United States. You know why? Because you got a wide open border. Keep this in mind. You want to talk about uh, slaves and kids and child sex trafficking because it all connects, right? We were talking about that oh, no, earlier. No, no one wants to talk you've about got, that. Well, I'm going to do it right now. So let's just say you've got 50,000 kids a month that go disappearing, okay? That's a month. Nobody's talking about that. Now you have another 30, or I think it's 30 or 40,000 coming in, illegal alien kids coming across the border that go missing every single month. So let's just give them, let's give them that and, thing. You have 80,000 like, kids how are a we month that go these numbers? missing, missing. How are we getting these numbers? Your president that you missing. supposedly voted for allows some 2 million illegals, not migrants. Oh, no, that's I more hate, than tw- two. I hate the word it's migrants, by the way. It's illegal it's, aliens. Yeah. They're illegal aliens, right? Nope. Don't change the language. You, you got a pre-owned car and a used car. Guess what? It's a used car, people. <laughs> It'll never be pre-owned. It's used. It doesn't smell new, and it's got something wrong with it. But that's what <laughs> you can afford. That's what you like. That. There's nothing wrong with that for you. But it's not a new car. It's not a pre-owned car. It's a used car. Okay? Some conservative said that uh, to call these people undocumented immigrants is like calling a drug dealer and unlicensed pharmacist. Same exact Yeah, yeah. drug dealer. That, that's exactly true. He sells true. fentanyl and he kills people. Right. That'll be the next big terror attack. You heard it here for, ooh, maybe I can get on like Alex Jones level. The next terror attack is going to be a devastating fentanyl attack. I mean, they arrested a guy in 2018. You didn't even hear about this. In 2018, before COVID and monkeypox and all this other bull crap, they arrested a guy in Atlanta with enough fentanyl in his trunk to kill every man, woman, and child in that city. 
And he was just drug dealing. And that's not a lot. That's as much fentanyl as you can hold in your arms. That's all it takes. That's yeah, not a lot. You, you, you can just get it on that, your hands and die. You put that into an HVAC system, you're freaking done. Like, you don't need a Homeland Security degree like I have. Like, you take fentanyl, which you just breathe it in, you're dead. You drop dead. Police officers are carrying yeah. Narcan so they can freaking uh, jab themselves. Let's just put it this way. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. That goes back to everything that we're talking about today. It's not a matter of if, it's when. It's not a matter of if they're going to come after you in some capacity. It's just a matter of when. Are they going to censor you? Are they going to come and scoop you up like they do Tina Peters? And are they going to do a a raid on you in the middle of a uh, Hardee's parking lot like they do Lindell? What what level is it going to be? It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, because you're already on a target. Everybody watching the show is a target, right? Everybody everybody that has a show. NSA guys that are like in my computer right now, can you lay off of the mouse? Hello, NSA. I'm having such difficulty using my mouse right now. You you can keep doing what you're doing. Just lay off of the mouse. I need to use it. That's also why I think we should take some stand with Trump. Because usually when they come after us, like if they'll come after you, not enough people care about you for us to fight back effectively for you or Mike Lindell or most people. Most people are not going to be mobilized and motivated. Trump is big enough and charismatic enough that there are enough people who will stand up for him. And that's why I think it's so important to stand up for him, not because he's perfect or anything, but because what he represents. He represents basically us, but no one's going to stand up for us. They will stand up for him. This is an opportunity for us to fight the left, an opportunity that we usually He told us. He told us they don't hate me. They could give two craps about me. I've been big balling Donald Trump forever. He said they hate you. Yeah, he said, I'm just in the way. I'm just in the way, people. He forced them to come out of the closet. They were pretending for so long. He forced them. He brought out their worst colors out of them. They were trying to hide it for so long. No, they weren't hiding it. They've never hit it. That's what you. Yeah. That's what you're no, he just bit. did it. No, 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 no. I, I gotta stop they, you there. They hit they it never a little bit. Hide now, anything. now they they're show just... you. They, I'll, give you, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm go not gonna ahead. let this go. I'm not gonna go let ahead. this go because it's important. They show you everything. They tell you everything. We choose. We have chosen to either ignore it or justify it. Like for Ooh, example, I, you'll I see somebody on TV. I hope well, you pick nine eleven. As your example. Oh, well, no, no, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do low-hanging fruit for everybody okay. that's watching. Dang it. So, like, you'll see somebody, <laughs> I'll give you a perfect example. So, like, a, a Biden, right, that tyrannical uh, Nazi regime that he's running, right, uh, and illegitimate, by the way, 100% illegitimate. So he'll say something, like, totally, like, you can't even believe it came out of his mouth. And they're like, oh, it's a gaffe. No, it's not. It's not a gaffe. That's what he really means. That's what he really feels. That's what his real intention is. But then everybody justifies it. Oh, that's not what he meant. Uh, yeah, I give you a perfect. And the pundits do it. The conservatives do it. The left does it. Everybody does it. So when they know that they, they it, didn't, it didn't land well, it didn't pull well, it didn't test well with the people or there's backlash. Oh, it was a gaffe. No, no, no. That's what you really think. And that's what you really feel. So like example I give is you say, there's a, there's a guy that gets getting interviewed and there's a bunch of journalists. Just like, like, pick the five, right? You got five of them sitting there. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's That was my LD meeting last week with Nancy Ordowski, my first vice chair. Literally. He's, she he's did. That was, and that's what that's what we're talking about tomorrow on a show. We're going to be exposing the the insanity here and the backlash of the gra- against the grassroots of the Arizona GOP, the Mayor Corruption County GOP, and the local GOP that I know is happening across the entire country. And it's calculated because on our Tuesday calls, I got people from all over the country that are actually giving the same stories. And you've got Nan- like Tracy Beans, who is um, 
light to dark. She got forced out in her executive position. And then you've got multiple people that like- uh, They burned her house down too. Yeah, they burned her house down. And then Coy Griffin, he got got his his office taken away from him. He was an official because he was in January 6th. But multiple people that were there January 6th, they've removed them as precinct committee men or in their, their parties because it's a calculated- uh, effort by by the GOP all across the nation at every level against the grassroots. It's happening here in Arizona. We're going to talk about it tomorrow on brighttn.tv at 7 p.m. Eastern time, brighttn.tv, 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be explosive. It's going to be explosive. I'm going to tell you, uh, the, the thing that uh, it's going to start, uh, it's going to stir the pot here uh, in, in uh, Mayor Corruption County and in the state. And I don't care because the truth needs to be heard and it needs to be known because it's nationwide. The GP is coming after all of us. So my, my example that I'm going to give and then I'll throw it back to you because it matters, guys. This is what matters. This is what we do until we've decided that we understand the truth, right? Take people for at their word, what their hit actions us, are because it's calculated. We, we got it's it. Canceled. Hit us with the example. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat if it's not 9-11. What is it? Well, Who is nine, it I'll let you, I'll let you I'll go to 9 I made it easy. So let's just say that there's a guy that comes up on, he's doing an interview. And the guy goes to the, the person who's hosting the interview. He goes, all right, well, they said, what do, we, what do you feel about this? Well, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to come kill you. And they like, and Ari on the panel goes, well, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean he was going to kill us. He meant he wanted a conversation. He wanted to talk about other things. He didn't mean that. So the next day, there's a knock at the door. And the guy's standing there. And, the, and you're like, well, uh, who, why are you here? I told you. Yesterday, I was going to come kill you, and I'm here to kill you. And they're like, well, I thought you meant you were you wanted to have a conversation and communicate. I don't know how to be more clear. I told you what I was going to do. You chose to interpret it or try to dissect it or try to justify it. Take me for what I said, and now I'm going to take you out. So that's what we do. All these pundits, they love to actually just go ahead and, that's not what he meant. Somebody said, uh, I heard it. Oh, I misspoke. You didn't misspoke. I, I don't. I you don't lied like to do that. And that you got that's caught. what they do. And I, I put this out on TikTok, and I know everyone in the conversation about TikTok. But I mean, these are the options. These, these are the options. Chase me with your car. Chase me with your stupid car. The options are twelve hundred feet per second, three thousand feet per second. Those, those are your options. We're not running and hiding. We're not waiting for you to come and snuff us out one by one. Like I. Double dog dare you leftist lunatics to to do what you really want to do. They're going around, they're picking people off one by one. They're murdering journalists and they're they're it, it's freaking nuts. It is freaking nuts what's going What's on the in this 9/11, country. 9-11 that you want to get off your chest there? Because we know oh, that whole wanna, thing was a setup. When, when you said they just do things out in the open, I mean, you know, 9-11 and physics and yeah, that never all. made sense. Because I'm like, I, when the dunes went down in, in Vegas, like in 96, we were standing in front because it was New Year's like Eve weekend. And I was, you know, I got a chance to see one of these things as opposed to on TV, like just literally just fold, but so brilliantly. And it was actually like really yeah. cool to watch. And when I saw the towers do that in 2001, I'm like, that was just like the dunes. Hmm. In Vegas, said, I, uh, there's yeah. just a lot it was of physics. exactly the same. There's exactly a lot of physics same. involved. Uh, you might imagine if you build a skyscraper, the tallest part is very light, made of lighter materials, and the part towards the bottom is made of harder, stronger materials because of physics. So the top can't crush the bottom; it's physically impossible. The top is like if we simplified it, it'd be like the top would be an aluminum can. And the bottom would be a steel core, and it's like the aluminum can came down and crushed the steel bottom base. If I were just if I were just loaded 
if I were just completely loaded, I would fund two projects. They'd be two channels. They would run on cable, on the internet, everywhere. And it would just go for all eternity. One of them would be a pedestal with a firearm on it, loaded, <laughs> and just a, a timer counting up the time until it goes off. And obviously, it never will. Uh, the other one would be a steel beam with a jet fuel line just lighting the steel beam on fire. Because again, physics, like science yeah. is a thing, folks. Yeah. Jet fuel can't melt all the steel. science. It never has been able to. It, it can't. It doesn't get hot enough. It's, right. a, it, it's a known variable. It's a known quantity how hot jet fuel burns. And the melting point of steel and the, the, the physiological qualities of steel are also known. And you, you hear this thing because the government told you it's impossible. You can Google it yourself. Google the melting point of steel. Google the, the heat thresholds of gasoline, of jet fuel, of kerosene. Google that jet fuel is actually kerosene with a chemical additive so they can know that it's jet fuel. It doesn't burn any hotter. You walking around in the woods with your little kerosene lamp, that's jet fuel. Well, I want to support what you're saying. There's an episode that Mike Adams did on the Health Ranger Report. It was either the beginning of this week or the end of last week with uh, somebody who's been investigating and he's got a background in all architectural and engineering and he was part of the military at some point. So listen to that episode, the Health Ranger, which is Mike Adams. And uh, it'll, you'll see it in the headline. It has something to do with 9-11. All, all and it's, it's brilliant. and engineers. It. They saw it. They called both. And there's a website. There's a group called... There's Architects a and engineers for 9-11 truth. Yep, that's what he mentioned. So it's his website. So he, and there's a website, they'll, they'll give that and then he'll explain it all. And then there's so much information because they're all like, this well, here's doesn't the make thing. any sense. Then the government comes out, Elliot's like, oh my gosh, what are we talking? The government comes out and says, hey, the terrorists discovered a flaw in the design of skyscrapers and they exploited that weakness. <laughs> and then the civil engineers and uh, architect organization of the world, they said, oh, tell us what it is so we can fix it. They said, we can't for security reasons because you could bring down skyscrapers. They said, we're the only people that build skyscrapers. If we wanted them to come down, we'd just build a shitty skyscraper. Like, yeah. we're so the they, only they, ones who, if you tell us there's an exploit, we're going to keep making buildings that someone else knows how to destroy, and right. you're not going to tell us so we can fix it? It's yeah. total bullcrap. It's the narrative. It's like a preemptive or reactive narrative to get the agenda across to match maybe an event. Ooh, it ties and in. That's what they're they're brilliant at doing. They're brilliant. It ties it's in nefariously with the brilliant. Stuff too. It's it ties in brilliant. with the electronic voting, and it really makes you question the 2000 election. Uh, when oh, you 2000. Talk about no, no, no. 2000. That was not. That's not the outcome. If you see the guy Curtis White. I think it's Curtis White. I can't remember the last name. He was at Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit, which was earlier this month. And he's the one who designed the algorithm, which is a really short one, to do the 5149 that you were talking about earlier. And that was in October of 2000. So it was done for the 2000 election. So that's where they had the hanging chads. Remember all that? Yeah. No. All right. Let's, that one wasn't legit either. And none of them since then have been legit. Let's come back to Earth. Elliot's going to bring us back to Earth. We'll take off our tinfoil hat. Earth, hats. that's real. This tin, is tin real foil stuff. Hats is basically, a tinfoil hat is a common sense cap. Like, I'm convinced at this point. Uh, yeah. Someone once told me, he was actually talking about religion and rabbis, but he said, if you go to a doctor, this is before COVID, if you go to a doctor, you don't understand everything he's saying, but for the most part, he's treated you in the past, he's helped you in the past, the medication he's given you has worked. So, 
the part that you don't really understand, you take on faith. That's only because he has a good track record and most of the other stuff he says seems to make sense. At a certain point, though, when most of the things you say do not make sense, then you've lost your trust and then no, no one believes you anymore. I think the same thing has happened. You know, maybe you guys were early birds, but with the government, most people in general trust authority. So if the government says X, Y, or Z, I'll trust them. But over the last two or three, four years, and maybe for you guys the last 20 years, they've done so much to completely destroy any credibility they have that every time they open their mouth, I give them no credence whatsoever. You know, it's almost like it's more likely for it to be not true than for it to be true at this point. Opposite. The, the opposite. Those nine most dangerous words. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. The government lied. The government has lied about everything. everything. The government lied about the food pyramid because of big breakfast and Kellogg. Mm -hmm. And they said, eat all these freaking wheat, wheat grain, and bull crap. The food big. pyramid the government put out is exactly the opposite. If you take the thing mm -hmm. on the top, put it on the bottom, make that the base and flip that. Oh, I'm yes, so Yes, say angry. it. Be, you could say biatch. That's what I was going to say. You flip that thing upside down is exactly what it is. And, and the nutritionists and the doctors and the St. Fauci's and all, they folded. They lied about AIDS. They lied about Iraq. They lied Everything. about 9-11. They lied about Everything Vietnam. Is opposite. They lied about slavery. They lied about, like, what have they not lied about? And people, it's not our government. It's governments, okay? From the, the Tower of Babel on, governments have been lying to you. And you're like, maybe this time they're no. benevolent. No, Please everything that you've learned, you've been told is complete opposite. And that's the world you live in. When you realize that, you will look at everything differently. You will act differently. Oh, rewatch the Matrix, move forward. too. We will one, move one, forward differently with the way that you think about things moving in the future. Yeah. And conspiracy once, theory, that's another one. Once the you CIA realize, invented it. Once you realize, rewatch uh, the freaking Matrix. Just the oh, it's a whole one. different or world read, now. Read yeah. Splinter in your mind. And like, look. Oh, what you just said about the agency and what they did with conspiracy. Do you realize conspiracy used to be one of the most popular crimes in the world? If, if the three of us said, hey, we're going to rob a bank, which bank? What time? What day? Who's going to drive? Who's going to shoot the gun up? That's conspiring to commit a crime. And they came out in common law. They came out with this bullcrap policy. And I called it bullcrap when I was in the police academy. I said, this is Bull crap. Yeah. And they said, wait till you're older, young man, you'll understand. And I'm like, I do understand. You you guys are lying and cheating and stealing everyone yeah. into oblivion. They came out with this doctrine of furtherance of the crime. Ooh, because mm. conspiracy, and it's because the agency wanted to make conspiracy a pejorative and to make us sound crazy. Yeah. So now they need a furtherance of the crime. It's not enough that they have us on video saying we're going to rob this bank at this time and at this place. We're going to steal this amount of money with these bags and he's going to drive and she's going to shoot and he's going to you know, play with his nails in the corner because, I don't know, that's all a pretty face could do in a bank robbery. And now they're like, uh, there's no such thing as conspiracy. What do you think clandestine means? What do you think the trillions of dollars of black budget that's classified? The number of people that work at the agency is classified. You don't even know how many people work there. What the hell do you think that they do? Nothing, nothing. They don't do anything. They have a department that rigs elections in other countries mm -hmm. on our behalf. Yeah, but they couldn't do it all here. true. They couldn't possibly do it here. The DOD just got nailed by Twitter and Facebook for psychological operations that Congress approved six months before COVID started. So 2019, Congress approved that the Department of Defense could run psychological operations via social media and, and, and cyberspace mm -hmm. against us. Yeah. 
it, it, don't forget the the non-vaccine bioweapon, the patents were actually filed in 2015. Then they were refiled in 2016 and 18 because they weren't strong enough. And Klaus Schwab wrote the book COVID-19 and the Great Reset in 2020 or in 2010. The whole thing is is the biggest operation and brainwashing and political indoctrination and scam against the entire planet ever designed. It is so nefariously brilliant. It is unbelievable. And it is just, it, and when people realize that, then they will act differently. But until then, you'll still see people putting on a mask and listening to their government and thinking that they have COVID when they have a cold or getting another hey, there's booster. someone watching on Twitch. I'm glad that Twitch is actually working. Hi, Twitch, person nice. on Twitch. Hi, person on Twitch. Yeah, there's someone <laughs> on Twitch who's not me. Today's our first day streaming on Twitch. Sorry, Michelle. I have ADD. I don't have ADD. No, it's okay. It's your show. You can do whatever you want. I remember years ago, this is 20 years ago, there was a security guard at my college who said, 20, so I guess it was six, well, yeah, basically, I'm going to vote for Kerry because Kerry's from the military and Kerry's going to nuke all the Arabs. And I'm saying, military oh my gosh, ass. this guy is voting. Because what happens? He turns on the news for two or three minutes and he hears, okay, Kerry's an, a veteran or something. And then he votes based on that. It's like, we're in trouble. <laughs> Is, yeah. he, is this guy still around? Is this I your friend? Know. No, that's one my friend. He was, he was he was security guard at the college. Um, probably oh. probably he's gotten boosted ten twenty times. Yeah, so he's probably not probably. around. I remember learning in history class, uh, and they keep changing it. It was history, then it was civics. Now it's social studies. And if you don't know, they change it to social studies so they can sell you all the bull crap about the gender and the social sciences. They're not even they sciences. just change it. Social science isn't real. Uh, but anyway, so back global in global warming, day, climate change. They just yeah. changed the names again. It's still exactly. a used car, people. It'll always be a used. <laughs> if car. it's coming from the government, it's bull crap. It's, they just changed lies. the name. It's still bull crap. Uh, well, I remember back then when they were talking about having requirements to vote and how it was inherently racist and the black code oh, uh, oh. and all that stuff. And now I, and it made sense because this is the authority, the Department of Education woke woman teaching us civics, not history, but civics and now social studies. And now I'm like, so they're conditioning people to be like any type of any oh alicia's calling alicia i can't answer you right now where i know you're on the show hey, tomorrow I, but... I need to i need to give you guys an update on something so keep talking and then i want to give one second because it's important because it it happened yesterday and it talks about illegals and and voting so okay but what i was going to say is now the pendulum has swung and i am for some type of requirement to vote uh, not owning land or whatever, but some type of like 10 question quiz. Because if you go in there and you are one of the useful idiots, you know, you are who Benjamin Franklin was talking about. If you can keep it, if you dum-dums think, oh, I can vote to the, for the government to give me money. The government doesn't have a job and can't give you money. It's your money. If you go and vote, and think that we're going to try and turn a constitutional republic into a pure democracy, like you could ruin the whole thing. Uh, so I still can't answer. I have to call you okay, back. This, this jumps on what you just said. So yesterday, well, yesterday here, I got this text. Talk. We were just told that a vote out of the Judiciary Committee today on a party line vote by Democrats to give illegals the right to vote in the upcoming election. The Democrats are going to pass this in the House and try to push it through the Senate. Yes. So now take that, 
take the mail-in, mail-out ballots, which keep in mind, everybody, you vote the day of in person, run it through the machine, bring your own ballpoint pen, which needs to be blue, regardless of what they tell you in your state or in your county, in your city. And you also never, ever, ever vote by mail, ever, ever, ever. And you take your ballot, you do never put it in a mailbox, you don't put it in a female box, you don't put it in a demit box, and you certainly don't put it in a trans box. You would vote day of in person. That's the only way that we'll be able to overcome the algorithms that we already know that exist. And we proved it here in Arizona because it was a they when when everybody went to actually go in vote in person, we had like 12%, which is that's all I think it took. It was like 12% of people to vote in person. We were able to push Carrie Lake over the rhino that she was up against because it was in-person voting, not because you did the mail-in ballot, which is a, a, a demonic way. So don't play into their system. We can't control the selection with the machines because that's already preempted and rigged, but we can overcome the algorithms. We proved it here in Arizona. So that's my advice to you because now if they're going to actually pass this other layer, uh, are you kidding me? Like how many more fake ballots are you going to have? That's that's a whole nother. That's a, and fake people, phantom people. The, the list is so long. Just go watch the movie I... selection code. It's only an hour. It is the best hour you're ever going to spend. I've watched it like four or five times and you pick up new things every single time. And if that doesn't piss you off, well, then you know what? There's nothing that I'm going to say. There's nothing that he's going to say. And there's nothing that he's going to say that's going to get you angry and realize what country and what world you currently live in. Because you need to do that first. And then, then to be able to move forward with anything, because otherwise the rest of it's just fake, just a joke. Oh, you you talk about insurrection. When I was watching uh, Selection Code, when when they brought out her son's box, who was a Navy SEAL who served his country proudly and and died, I yeah. was just I was ready to just boot up and go kick some FBI agent in the balls. Like I, I and I yeah, still like, am. See- how, okay, you want to talk about demonic, right? I don't care if, I mean, the woman's never done anything in her life. She's 66 years old and they come and basically She's knock a down the door. Old county clerk. She's a Mesa County clerk in Colorado. This is Tina Peters he's talking about. I mean, so they came she's to holding her house. together very well. Don't get oh, me wrong. Oh, she looks great. And she's an awesome, she's awesome lady. Her and I are friends. We became friends after she's done my show, episode 360, Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop. Yeah, she's lovely. And she is, uh, she's an amazing person, literally amazing person. And she's constantly under attack. She's a political prisoner, which it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when they're going to come for you. You're going to be a political prisoner at some point here moving forward, unless we, the people, do something to make a change, right? We have to take action to make a change. But as he was saying, what, the, so the, look at this, these FBI guys. So they, they basically, they're one step away from taking the battle ram and pushing her door down, which they did to Sharona Bishop. They actually did that. And the reason why they said that they'd had to do it is because it took her too long to open the door, which was 43 seconds. Are you kidding me? Like, so if I'm taking a pee and they're ringing the doorbell and I don't want to like get up midstream, then all of a sudden I, I you're going you're gonna to knock down my door because I took too long to get to the door. That's what it's come to. So what 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 he's mentioning is, She's no, 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 nothing has, she's never done anything before, but they're coming after her because she has the information that blow, exposes all of the crimes that they have been committing for decades because the entire election system is fundamentally designed to control the outcomes and she has the proof. That's why they keep doing this to her. They want to throw her and they shut her up, right? That's what they do. They shut you up and they scare you and they, they instill fear, which is what the whole political propaganda pandemic for the past two and a half years has been all about. So what they did was, now look at this FBI guy, okay? Now, how, what is wrong with this FBI guy? Or look, what is wrong with the FBI people that went and did the panty raid at, at, at Mar-a-Lago in 
in Melania's <laughs> closet. Like, what sick effort is, is, like, are these people? Okay, again, it's demonic, people. There has to be something mentally wrong with you and from a spiritual sense to do something like that. So you bust, basically bust you up in this woman's door and then go into <laughs> this box that is her dead son who died in an accident uh, while he was doing a military operation She's never opened the box before. He died in 2017. She got diagnosed with cancer in 2016 and overcame it. 2017, her son dies. All this poop's going down in uh, last November of 2021. She's never opened the box. They ransacked the box, throwing stuff all over the place. And it says on there, so-and-so's last remains or not remains or last things, last belongings. And can you imagine, like, what is wrong? Now, that person... They didn't, that wasn't part of the job description. That, that means there's something fundamentally wrong with you as a human being. And it's like, are you a bad person? No, 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 it's beyond that. Who in their right mind would ever do something like that? They're demonic, okay? Once you realize that that is what is, is through people's bodies and veins and, and their mindset and their soul and their spirit, a lot of other things will start to make sense. You're like, okay, that's how the, because you can't never, never explain it. How could you explain the things that happen, but and the actions of a lot of people. Because you're like, this doesn't make sense. How could you want to destroy this country? Mm-hmm. Because you think you're going to have power after it's done? No, you're a useless idiot. You're just going to get thrown away to the rest of them. Like Nancy Pelosi, does she really think she's going to have some sort of power when there's no financial money in the system because it's it's been destroyed? Because our, our $360 million, what's it really going to be when she uh, has no electricity at her house? Well, she's going to be probably living in her bunker like a lot of the other elected and selected rich elites that are all over the country. But the reason why they're trying to destroy it, they're demonic. Literally, think of it that way. And a lot of this stuff will make sense to you. I promise. Elliot, we're going we're gonna to head off here soon. What are okay. your last thoughts? Not last thoughts, like last words, but last <laughs> thoughts for the show. <laughs> yeah, what is your, yeah, what? You asking me, sorry? Yeah, yeah. And definitely, oh. and while you're giving us your last thoughts, plug your podcast. So again, it's the Elliot Resnick Show. You could Google it and find it on Buzzsprout, Spotify, anywhere you would like. I'm sorry to use the word Google. I know Google is one of the bad guys, but just became a verb nowadays. I'll just want to reiterate what, uh, what you just said, which is that the left is evil. They're out to get us. It's a rebellion and a fight against God. Um, evil is not attracted to, you know, middle of the road, mediocre type programs or institutions. It's attracted to good. Evil wants to destroy good. And that's why it wants to destroy America. It doesn't want to destroy Bolivia. It wants to destroy America. And they are trying to destroy America. And liberalism is like somebody once said, like an acid. It, it only burns. And every single rule and tradition that has been set up in society over time, they want to knock down and destroy. It's a rebellion, a fanatic, crazed, rebellion against God. And we have to stop them because no one else is going to stop them. These people know no rules. They know no boundaries. They will do whatever it takes to achieve their aims. And unless we stop them, unless we create our own, we'll stop them and also create our own alternative culture, our own schools, our own movies, our own books, our own channels. Because as much as we talk, at the end of the day, we send our kids to public schools or to universities, and they will be brainwashed by the left unless we give them and build them alternative institutions. So number one, long-term, we need to build our own institutions. And short-term, we need to fight back very strongly and not give an inch because these people, again, like I said, know no bounds. 
and they will not stop until we make them stop. So if they're going to arrest, let's say, Steve Bannon, put him in handcuffs in front of uh, news cameras, we need to have some conservative attorneys general around the country going after liberal politicians and arresting them on camera with handcuffs because they won't stop unless we make the price too high for them. They don't care about civility. They don't care about rules. So we have to make sure it hurts them just as much as it hurts us. You know, right, I, I'll just go well, one more example very quickly. Before the state of Israel was created, there were three um, underground movements. One of them was really mainstream. Haganah was mainstream. It was the left-wing people. And there were two right-wing underground organizations, Irgun and Lehi, fighting the British, trying to kick the British out of the land of Israel. At a certain point, Haganah, which was run by Ben-Gurion and other leftists, they were so mad at the Irgun because they wanted complete and total power, they actually started kidnapping some Irgun members and handing, handing them over to the British I think they even killed one or two Ergun members. They never killed a Lehi member. Why didn't they kill a Lehi member? Because Lehi passed on a message to the, to the Haganah saying, if you dare touch a hair on the head of any of our people, we will kill you back. And Haganah knew they, knew, knew, they, they meant business, and they actually never touched Lehi people. They touched the Ergun people. The Ergun people were led by Menachem Begin. Menachem Begin was a right-winger, but he also was a nice person, and he didn't fight back. And therefore, they, uh, Haganah had their way with the Ergun. The Lechi they never touched because they knew Lechi meant business. Until we make it clear to the left that we mean business, they will continue harassing us, going after us, and destroying our lives. That's my final words. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, this is like the the shameless uh, part for me. Oh, it's not even shameless promotion because I'd actually lose money on this deal. But no, where'd it go? There it is. If ever there is a time to buy my snarky t-shirts and sweatshirts, it's now. And I want you don't use this code freedom, you know, 10% off. No, you stand your ground 30% off. If you do the math, business people, I don't make 30% profit here. Um, that that's how I feel about wearing this crap because it is unacceptable to live in a country where people are chasing teens down in the streets and hitting them with their cars and telling the police they did it because they were radical Republican. No, 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 no. This is bullcrap. So if you're that guy, if you are that guy, that gun-toting guy, that ass-kicking, jujitsu-doing, stand-your-ground type person like I am, like... <sighs> Uh, maybe I'm a psycho. One of the last times I almost got into a fight was this three guys at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> and when I realized it was about to go down, I just had this weird, oddly pleasurable smile on my face. And I think them and my wife knew in that incident that I'm a freaking psycho. Like, no, I do this for real, okay? On Killing on Combat is on my nightstand. That's like, you know, learning about blowing people's heads off and the psychology of that. That's like my light bedtime reading, Okay. So not running from Ukraine, like, ooh, that story just makes me so angry. And like the guy had time to call his mom and talk to her. And I just wish if this country had its head out of its butt, he could have just grabbed a Mark 18 or, you know, a, a Daniel defense rifle and just shot this idiot's head off. Like, man, what a better news story that would be. Um, so if you're that guy, I want to give you a shirt. <laughs> So it's 30% <laughs> off, okay? You, you're paying for the shipping, okay? Yeah. So go to the website. It's thejoemobileshow.com. It, it's really easy. Like if you're the one, Michelle would say that you have Canucks, okay? Canucks. I would say if you are not... Uh, it's, uh, I'm just going to say it. Because I know hey. my mom's listening. My pastor's probably listening. I don't care. If you're not a pussy, <laughs> then go to the website. 
and buy the merchandise and then wear it, wear it out in town. So people know we're not going anywhere. This is not our country or your country. This is the United States of America. We have these rights. We have these, they're natural rights. They're not given to us by government. They're recognized Mm -hmm. by government. And we will fight to the death, okay? Violence is on the table. Is this a call for violence? No. Mm -hmm. Media matters. I know that you're listening. That's fine. I don't care. Send send the feds to the house. If they don't have a warrant, then they can just leave. And if they do have a warrant, then they can talk to my attorney. Okay? Mm -hmm. Violence is always on the table. You decide if it's going to be violent. If you think that you're going to chase me in the parking lot with your effing truck, it's going to be violent. You are going to die and there's going to be some property damage from your vehicle plowing into whatever it plows into. That is all we have time for. No, can I do a Michelle. quick plug? Yes, yeah, just before can. we oh, do you it. I haven't even plugged your, well, plug whatever you're going to well, plug. But plug I, I need to plug the campaign since we're all about solutions. We gave you guys a lot of information today and you get a lot of information from a lot of shows. But really, where is the action? Where is the call to action where you can make a difference? So what I'd like you to do is we launched a campaign a week and a half ago in order to ban the voting machines here in Arizona, banning the voting machines here in Arizona. He's pulling up one of my websites. But pull up azsavesamerica.us, azsavesamerica.us. That is the website. And what we created, we did our Save My Freedom Movement and Act for America, which is Brigitte Gabriel. Uh, She's the OG of the Freedom Movement, started this organization 20 years ago, along with Christine Reagan. We partnered with them to create this campaign. Basically what it is, it's a one-click email, all Arizona officials and and a politician to ban the machines, the voting machines here. It went to 110, it goes to 110 different officials, the county recorders, it goes to the county supervisors, it goes to the election directors and the sheriffs, because these people, if they keep doing what they're doing, they should be, they should be in prison because they're actually going against what the law is in the state here in Arizona. The reason why this campaign has teeth is because our one of our Arizona corporation commissioners, Jim O'Connor, who's in my LD, LD3, which is legislative district for those of you who aren't familiar with being a precinct committee man, which I can encourage you to become when you go to precinctstrategy.com to learn more information, or you can actually call, I'm going to give you the number, Steve Stern, who's been on the show. He's part of our, uh, all of our groups. He's my business partner here in the Save My Freedom Studios, flagshirt.com, promo code HOME10. You need to get a promo code HOME2, Mobley. So if you want to get involved on another level, right? And you say, Michelle, I want to get, t- I want to take action. I want to become a precinct committee man. Come join us, right? Even if you don't want to become precinct committee member, you want to get involved more in your community, you can call Steve, 954-318-6902. That's 954-318-6902. He's the guy that's always on the war room and he's constantly promoting people to become active, taking action. And he also owns the flag shirt company amongst a bunch of other stuff. So this campaign is simple. It takes less than two minutes a day. And even though you don't have to live in Arizona to do it, you just, and they do it every single day. We have 361,000 and change people in the past week and a half that have clicked on here and do this. So if we can get more people, because it's a numbers game, right? That's how you get to these people. And if you listen to the interview that I did with Christine and Jim O'Connor, it was episode 367, episode 367. You go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And you can listen on all the podcast players and social media and all that fun stuff. Uh, and we're also on Frank Speech and conservative America, conservative television America and brighttown.tv. So, and then it'll be on brighttown.com. So just look for episode 367 of the Everything Home talk show. And it explains everything. 
Not to mention, you don't have to live in Arizona. So he said, and he's an elected official. That's why this has teeth. So we actually have a lobbyist that's going to be working with all the counties to push this. And once we have enough numbers in each county, we're going to have people, either politicians or candidates or somebody in an elected position, go to the county recorder because they have the ability. They have the ability to choose whether they use an election machine or if they hand count and use paper ballots, it's up to them. The statute says may, you could use either one. It's up to their decision. He even said, these people are so so easily pushed over because they don't like when you push back at them. They don't like when you call them. They hate when you email them. They don't like to be singled out on social media. He said, they'll cave like a cheap suit as fast as you can. So the goal is to get as many numbers clicking on this campaign once a day takes two minutes, less than two minutes. Then the second time you do it, it's even less than that. And you could do it from anywhere in the country, do it from your phone, and you just put in your information. It automatically will send the email to 110 of the elected elites, selected elites. My PR person said, don't use that on the press release. So I took it out. But and whenever you hear me say elected, you know I mean selected. If it's missing, it's because we still need them on our side for this purpose only, but we need to call them out on it. And then it also gives you the option to call them, has all their phone numbers listed. And it also gives you, if you click on a Facebook, the Facebook tab or Twitter tab, it automatically connects to your Facebook and Twitter account, gives you the link and it's set up as a post and automatically cuts and pastes the language that they suggest and it sticks it on there. So you just got to cut, you just got to click a button and paste it and it becomes a post. Not to mention it gives you a script if you feel like you want to call these people. And this, if we can get everybody behind this and you start doing it every day because we have manpower behind it. So it's not just one of those, oh, send my petition. No, there's people behind this that are going to show up at their offices and say, you know what? I got 50,000 people in Merrick Corruption County that said, no more machines. What are you going to do about it? Ooh, now, and then people are talking about all over the country. Poor Mike Lindell is out there on his own touting like, you got to get rid of these machines. You don't have a country. Tina Peters said it best. And I'm going to quote her because it's part of the press release. And then we will wrap this up because I do want to say one more quick thing because I want to give you a verse from the Bible. Tina Peters said, and she so brilliantly said it. She goes, hold on a second. What? You would think that I would have it in in much bigger font because you know what happens mobily when you get old, you have to wear glasses in order to read. Right. So that's the thing that you have to look forward to. Tina Peters said this in the movie Selection Codes. If we don't get this fixed, if we don't expose what they're doing, I believe we lost this country. So you can have machines or you can have a country. You cannot have both because that's how the system works. So literally, this is the Hail Mary. This is the low hanging fruit that we have in order to actually uh, get rid of these machines. It just takes one county in Arizona. And if everybody in the country can click on that link, azsavesamerica.us, every single day, it takes less than two minutes. Tell 10 of your friends, we'll take care of the heavy lifting and the manpower stuff here, but we need the numbers. So if you can do that and you can push that out there, everybody, we have a chance. We really have a chance. Just one county goes down. And I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with this because the whole thing that we talk about on my show is Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll see the times on all the different platforms I just listed. Uh, because our whole model is not only stand up, speak up, show up, most importantly, show up, whether it's in person or digitally. And, and we want you to join us in this effort. Joe Mobley is a part of the whole Save My Freedom movement, right? That's what this is all about, bringing together all these amazing people uh, and being able to promote your business at the same time. But we want I, you to I pray, plan, and take- I announcement the other night. I'm like trying to get into the Zoom. I'm like, what the- yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's every I'm the other worst. Tuesday. I'm the worst millennial, Michelle. Yeah, no, that. you're horrible. You're horrible. But keep this in mind: if it's pray, plan, take action, it's got to be in that order. And when we started doing it the other way, is when we're not seeing the results because we're like, we keep doing stuff, it's not working. Well, it can't be take action. It can't be then planning or maybe a little praying. If you do the praying first, you do the planning, and then you do the take action, it's going to change. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. 
Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, mm -hmm, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their land. You start with the prayer. All of a sudden the plan kind of comes together and then you take the action and we can take this country back. It's not about saving America. It's about taking it back. Even though somebody, and keep this in mind, a couple weeks ago, there was a demonic, illegitimate tyrant that gave a speech. You showed the picture before with the red, with the red, right? He said, we're living through a spirit, we're living through a battle for the soul of this nation. And he was right. They want to steal the soul of the nation. They want to eat the soul of the nation. They want to destroy the soul of the nation. We, on the other side, we want to save it. And we want to celebrate it. Michelle's and that's what we're doing. Start a whole nother rant here because no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. But I had to get that in there. Out here, sending me your stupid little messages and stuff, and I read them. It's it's whatever. Which, you which, have your feelings, but it says like, oh, who's gonna save us? It says if my people who are called by my name, that's you, well humble themselves and pray. That's why it's pray, plan, take action. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And I ask people, and my wife has, I love this about my wife because you come to her with your freaking complaints. And the first thing she says to you is, what does God say about it? Which is, have you read the book? Have you read the book? And then what specifically is he saying to you? Which means you pray, which is speaking, and then some shutting up and listening. So this can come into you. Okay, that's, that's how it happens. And you sit here and you whine and whine and you're like, I don't like that. Joe said, bitch and whine. I don't care because I spend more time reading the book and praying and doing the thing. And I'm out here doing something. Michelle's out here doing something. We have different beliefs, but Elliot's uh, down here doing something as well. Uh, I think Judaism is just such an, uh, a really interesting thing. And maybe, hey, when we have you back next time, I sorry, I dropped my ADD thing. Uh, we can talk about that some. But it's pray, plan, take action. It's if my people who are called by my name, that's you, complainer, digital warrior who has time to do things on the internet, but nothing else, will humble yourself and pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Then he will hear you from heaven and forgive your sins and heal your lamb. And you're like, I don't understand why, why things aren't working. Because you don't pray, you don't plan, you don't do anything. You're a coward. You're a keyboard warrior. We make fun of the blue-haired ones, the blue-haired baristas and the keyboard warriors. We make fun of them. But I'm going to call you out all the time, bro. You're that guy at church that I said, a coward will never understand the actions of a courageous man. That's why I'm not going to sit and have a conversation with you about why I wear a mega hat around town. Because you're a coward. I'm so glad that you said that. See, Michelle's got rants starting left and right. Yeah, it's all good. That one Twitch viewer is like, what have I stumbled yeah. upon? Thanks it's just for to help here. people. It's just, it's just to give you solutions and things to take action on. That's it. Yeah. It's not about me. It's your... not about you. I'm, I, trust me. I'd rather actually just be selling widgets and making a whole bunch of money and then at five o'clock yeah. going and get my nails done. I don't want, I, I didn't sign up for this. I would rather be doing something else. Oh, me this too. This is not my choice. This is not my choice. And me it's certainly too. not, certainly not making a bunch of money because I could, I can do that doing a lot of other stuff. So this is, yeah. We not, make no money. I've yeah, I've right. turned down jobs <laughs> making multiple six figures so I can make a freaking pocket. Like this is a pain in the butt to do. It's, it's so much. It's it's too much work, and if there's no like no ROI, you want to talk ROI? You want to talk negative? Any business consultant would say, you know what, you two are nuts. 
and who then are not singing the most therapy. powerful organizations in the world are actively fighting us tooth and nail oh, yeah. every freaking day. Big tech companies with trillions of dollars. That's how that should be your red flag. What we're saying, the truth is so much of a threat to them that they Shut will engage down. in this in this David and Goliath thing, which uh, there's a whole story there. It wasn't just how everyone thinks that it is. Anyway, uh, talk about uh, a slingshot. That was an actual weapon of war back then. This is not a weapon of war. They don't have these on the battlefield. This is an AR-15. The military doesn't use AR-15s. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble. I was in the army. I would know. And you ordered I, I the you, you ordered the ammo too. You told me all that information about the <laughs> rounds of ammo for the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents that would yeah. take a nonstop battle six months to run through if you were like in an now, Afghanistanian war. You can yeah. get Whoa. a military round, a green tip, uh, fifty-five or sixty-five grain. Um. Uh oh, I haven't been to the board in a long time. An M eight five five, I think, is what it is. Highly recommend it. People say, oh, it's not a good round. These rounds have tens of thousands of bodies on them, okay? Uh, uh, soldiers have been killing people with this round for a very long time. Um, anyway, I don't even know. Yeah. How, we got to wrap it up. Let's do how this. How we got there. Yes. Yeah. Guys, that's all we got. We can Thank rant you. forever. Elliot, you didn't know what you got yourself into, my man. Thanks for coming <laughs> on to the show. Uh, guys, I didn't have the podcast link below but uh elliot show will be linked in the description soon and very soon that is all we got come tomorrow to hear alicia brand uh who's the president of army of parents she's a proud uh oh, yeah. you know latin county warrior uh we're gonna have her on the show uh and her casey and i will get into some trouble Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.